Welcome into another episode of Basketball Babble. Um, this is an NBA podcast where we discuss all things going on in the association, current events, news, uh, rumors, and everything in between. All right. I'm your host, Trev, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always. I've got El Jefe, and I've got um, T.P. Crimson, uh, who normally goes by T.P. Uh, or some variation. But this week, he is T.P. Crimson on the show. Um so yeah, guys, we've got a packed agenda. Uh, it's been a week or so since the last episode. You know, we're a weekly podcast, but a lot's happened, man. A lot has happened that has, you know, changed the landscape of the NBA, um, as it does in the last few weeks of the seasons. Players get hurt. Um, players start for their new teams they got traded for. Um, you've got uh, a little bit of drama, you know, with some players. And of course, you have, you know, the last few games to decide who is the best and who are the worst, you know, for um, you know, playoffs in the offseason. Okay. So I want to get into the first thing we've got today. Um, Legoat. Um, <laughs> I like to call him LeBron James, his injury. So LeBron was injured. Um, apparently, he um suffered this injury apparently in the game against the Mavericks, where they had the greatest um comeback on uh, this 2022-23 NBA season, uh, where they defeated them. Pretty spectacular game. Um, I think it was in the second half, LeBron. Um, he had a noticeable, you know, limp. He kind of was down for a little bit. And then, you know, he got up and continued playing. I believe he scored 30 points. And the Lakers, you know, completed the comeback. They won the game against the new look Dallas Mavericks um, with the Kyrie Irving. So pretty, pretty big game. It was in prime time. But, um, you know, not too long afterwards, LeBron um, reported to various media outlets. And I think Shams was the first to break the story. But, that he suffered an injury and he will be out indefinitely. Um, and to be honest, when I first heard this news, I was like, that sounds intense. Like, you know, like how they described his injury. It was just like really no other information. It was just like, this dude is hurt. He felt something pop. And I'm just like, oh, man, here it goes. And then y'all jump into the chat talking about, there go the Lakers seasons, like, you know, or whatever it's done. And I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I did say that. If the starters aren't healthy, you know, I don't know how they make it, but I still think they have hope, but let's discuss everyone. So, um, Hefe, TP, what do you think about LeBron's injury? What do you think about this? How it affects the Lakers' uh, playoff uh, run and the rest of the West, honestly, because they are kind of a uh, on the bubble, you know, type of team. What do y'all? What do y'all well, think? Let's let's first thank uh, the Riz God Sham Sharnia for breaking that news. You know, he he took he took a break out of his is his uh, habitual rising of other people. We're not going to get into that, but you know. What does rising mean for the people that don't know? Yeah, sorry, I'm a TP, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of older, as, as most of you know. I'm like in the, uh, what, what am I, a millennial? I think that's what I'm called, I'm a millennial. You're, I think but, te- you're, you're like on the, the early <clears throat> end of it, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say I'm 1990, so I'm like the millennial. But the, the Gen Zers have coined this new term, riz when you're uh i guess you're talking to somebody you're into you riz them up you know you try to oh hey how you doing what's your name what's your number type shit you know what i mean like shams is 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 considered a riz god on twitter for his work on his uh his short tv moments i, I forgot her name that he that he talked to but yeah he he rizzes her up his all co-host, anyway. yeah yeah exactly um but no i, I think with lebron you know, we, we always talk about father time, right? Father time is undefeated. And when, when you look at LeBron, it's like, hey, father time has been losing this battle for X amount of years. The kid came out when he was 18. I, I shouldn't call him a kid. He's on the inside. Let me not say that. LeBron came out when he was 18, 
you know, he's, he's, his, his, uh, what is his portfolio is miraculous. You know what I mean? It's, 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 un, it's undaunted except for the loss against Dallas. That's, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get into that on another episode, but we have the, the actual goat talk because my goat doesn't have a, a finals loss. So abysmal, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but you know, he, he's pretty much gone X amount of years without any injuries whatsoever. And now he's got some, he's gone to LA and he's missed close to 100 games within the season, you know, was it four or five seasons he's been with LA? I saw a stat um, that was reported. I think they said in LeBron's approximately maybe 14, 15 seasons prior that he missed a combined total of like, um, like maybe I think it was like 70 games or so. And then in his, right. you know, um, his tenure with the Lakers, he's missed uh, more than that amount than he has in the past 15 exactly. years, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was saying, yeah. I saw that. I was like, that's not the exact, I don't have, we don't have the exact number, obviously, but it's just like, all right. Father time is like, Hey brother. <laughs> hey brother, man. Like, you know, just, 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 just understand that I am here. I've given you a bit of grace. You, you've prayed to God. God has listened. God has heard you. But Father Time is here. I'm knocking on the door, and this is what you know. This is what happens. He got the scoring title, you know, the the uh, you know the leading scorer of all time, and he'll probably extend it close to forty thousand points, which is which is an amazing feat. We'll probably never see that broken again. But LeBron has to accept the fact that, you know, this is it. You can put a million dollars into your body every year. It, it age is never defeated. Yeah, Father yeah, Time right. is is currently undefeated. LeBron James has been putting up an excellent fight yeah. against him, though. The only, the only only person I've ever seen defeat Father Time is Walt Disney. So when when they when they resurrect Walt Disney from the uh, the cryogenic chamber that he's in, you know that's did that's did they have an exhibit on that when you went to Disney World? Let's let's not talk about that because okay, Disney is okay. Monopoly. Yeah, just okay, okay, okay. Let me let me let me talk with Pepe. Let me talk with Hefe. <laughs> yeah, Disney's one of them. Let's 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 get Hefe, man. But I Walt, mean, we know. LeBron's injury, we know. like you know, where does this take you? Like, what do you think this means for the Lakers' playoff hopes? And it sounds yeah, very it serious is. too. I mean, they're being very shady about what it is exactly. Like, no one really knows. And LeBron's guys, you know, they keep everything pretty, you know, close in house. So we probably will never know until like if they win a championship, LeBron will be like, "I was on half a leg the whole time." Like, we'll hear exactly. the whole, exactly. we'll hear, we'll exactly. hear everything. <laughs> like the, the dramatics of it all. Yeah, but go ahead, Hefe. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Hefe here, man. How y'all doing? Um, LeBron's injury. Let me tell y'all. I told y'all for the last couple episodes, I've been trying to tell y'all for a little while now, even with, with, without this injury, one, Lakers, they're not making this playoff run. I'm sorry, it's not happening. But now we can finally see with a clear eye view. I don't even need my glasses for this episode because I can see it clearly now. It's so clear. It's crystal. Lakers, they're done. Toast. You need to put your glasses on, son. Go grab them. Go Anthony, 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 Go Davis. grab them. Go grab them. They're in the other room. Anthony, Go grab them. Anthony, da- Anthony Davis is still a hooper. They still have D'Angelo Russell. I mean, they have a solid team. They got the Vanderbilt kid. The Lakers aren't necessarily finished. Necessarily Anthony finished. Davis is the only no. one playing with heart uh, against the Timberwolves. The only guy. Hooper. Hooper, bro. The only Let, me, Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They're done. It's over for them. Kaput. You know that word? Hopefully these kids know that word. 
there's no there's no okay real reason to. all right i don't think i don't think the lakers are done i think that this is a they put together a formidable team after the trade deadline in my opinion i think that you know teams you know it takes time to build chemistry to learn each other play together especially new teammates inserted in the season um in the middle of the playoff rush so uh, i think these things take time but i don't rule them out just yet i mean i think that they are kind of really still in the in the playoff hunt in my opinion but um, yeah, LeBron's on a vacation for probably another month or so. Um, you know, he's probably in his own chamber, kind of you know, restoring his powers so that they can, you know, if they make the, the hyperbolic playoffs, time chamber. He's we in the hyperbolic those. time chamber. He's like Goku, you know, getting ready for the big fight. No, no, no. He's more Vegeta. We we know where Goku is, but go good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay. Goku, Go, Goku's in Charlotte with his hand, with his head in his hands, and and not making the playoffs uh, with Charlotte Hornets. But anyways, uh, let's <laughs> yeah, let's keep moving on. Let's let's move on to our next topic. Okay, so we've got Kevin Durant. You know, he recently, um, you know, was traded at the deadline to the Phoenix Suns. He made his debut recently against the Charlotte Hornets on the road. Um, he looked pretty good. He was on a uh, limits uh, minute restriction, but uh, he he looked good. I mean, as good as ever. I mean, I don't really think that I mean, his jump shot is just as, as pure and as clean as you know as I can imagine. Oh, you know, as you know, as I imagined it would be when he would return. So, I mean, KD looks to be the same KD. You know, I've I've heard that this guy is a workout warrior. You know, he works super hard. So, I mean, uh, who knows what he had to go through to kind of come back? I think it was a men a meniscus um meniscus, meniscus. Uh, sprain. Correct. Yep. And so, uh, you know, he's getting older. So, you know, things like this just kind of hold him out a little bit longer. Now the Suns definitely don't just want him for now. They want him for for the next like, few years, I would think. So, I mean, what did you think about his son's debut? Did you guys catch the game live or did you um just see highlights? I mean, what did you think about his uh, performance, even though he was limited in his time playing? Uh, I didn't catch the performance live, but I saw a couple highlights. And even limited, I mean, he, he was still out there hitting shots, went 10 for 15, had 23 points, six rebounds, two assists. So, I mean, he, he's still out here doing what he does, getting buckets. I mean, like, what is what does he call himself? Easy money sniper? Easy yeah. money. It was easy money, yeah. There was there was a, I think Fandle had some sort of, like, promotion going for Katie's return. And I was like, man, get this out. It's too good to be true. It was like, Suns cover, Katie hits a three. And like, you know, just all this other stuff. And I was just I, like, I didn't even see it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not touching this thing. They want everyone to like hop on this. I think they accomplished everything on that ticket. I don't remember everything that was up there, but like I don't even like play that type of stuff, like or whatever. But it was one of those things I was like, it's not happening. But yeah, I mean he looked good. So yeah. What about you, TP? You know, I mean, Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant as 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 much as people give him grief, like the 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 old heads as they call them, the OGs, the you know the the call them era the, BL, the BLGs. What is the BLGs? No, I'm saying the uh, the the OGs. I'm sorry. The OGs, oh, okay. Like I said B. I was like, what yeah. is that? Okay. No, no, no. The the OGs, the era of the old, like the Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal's. Charles know, Barkley, like a former son. Exactly. Yeah. You know they they always scrutinize Kevin Durant for joining these teams, and I mean, right? I mean, I, I won't say it's not justified because these guys come from areas like okay you hoop with your team you know you just you either win there or you lose there but you fight you just continue to fight I mean we're in a different era of basketball I mean Kevin Durant is a hooper no matter what how, how however you want to spin it Kevin Durant is one of the is one of the most gifted basketball players we've ever seen in 
in yeah, the he's, world. I mean, he's or, the pure scorer, in my opinion. I mean, just how easy yeah, he makes sure. it I mean, look. Yeah. He's got he the height shoot. advantage. I mean, he just has like, you know, just he has he the whole can, package when it comes to just scoring like buckets. Can shoot the three, mid-range jumper, crazy. Put you in the post, even, you know, despite being skinny. You know, there's there's a uh, clip of Charles Barkley looking at Kevin Durant when he lost a bet, I guess, to Drake. And he handed him his judge. He's like, he's like, is that a cadaver? You know what I mean? Like, but Kevin Durant is the slim reaper. It doesn't matter where you put him on the floor. He's going to score. Um, I think at this point, it is the Suns' conference to lose. Because then you add somebody like Kevin Durant, no matter what, again, no matter what you want to say about Kevin Durant, whether he's, you know, a, a second-tier guy, he's not a real leader, he's a beta, however, however you want to spin it. Kevin Durant, when he steps on the floor, if your name isn't LeBron, Steph, Giannis, Joel, Kevin Durant is going to be the best player on your on your team, no matter what. No offense to Devin Booker or Chris Paul, but Kevin Durant is going to be the best player on the floor. When yeah. he shoots up. Yeah, and that's I agree. Just what it is. Baller. So, Baller. And Devin it doesn't Booker, matter. Yeah, and yeah. Devin Booker most likely will probably get the most points every game too, but you're right. Bro, he's going to like, is man, definitely going to be the best Katie's, player Katie's on the floor. KD's assists are going to be, in my opinion, I think they're going to be crazy. Like, just kind of, like, once he's fully acclimated into the system, Book is going to have quite the yeah, playoff Book's, Book's going to be going off. Because, um, I agree. And, 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 Chris and Ball, that's the Kevin too. Durant effect. That's the Kevin Durant effect. Like, you know, a lot of a lot The floor is going to be a lot more open. And that's, and that's what we saw in Golden State because, you know, they, they say when Kevin Durant got there, like, oh, he joined the 73 and 9 team. And he did. And it's, could, it's very hey, could we, could we see Could we see a Golden State part two, a three-peat on, with the Suns? So, I, I, no. this, this, I don't know about that, but I do. I think I said this to a friend or whoever, but I think who we – I said this Friday to a friend. I think the Western Conference final is going to be Phoenix-Golden State. I mean, it would only be right. That's I would, what I think. I, would, I mean, I do, what, what I, I really want to see. I've seen, I've seen enough from the other I, teams in in the conference. The Nuggets haven't shown really, us that yet, even though they're they're playing really well right now. You, you see what's happening believe, with the Grizzlies. The Mavs haven't seemed to figure this out, even with this great addition. I mean, um, the Mavericks. Clippers. I mean, after game. after the Warriors dismantled the Clippers the other night, like after the second half. I mean, I knew the Warriors played great at home. But this was probably like a soft spot. I figured this was a spot where, you know, the Clippers were going to, you know, take advantage of them. The Clippers aren't it. I mean, I think they have the pieces, but something, something broke in their psychology or something. That should never have happened the way Golden State came back. They're getting Curry back uh, today, I believe, recording on a Sunday. Yeah, they're getting, so, I mean. The thing is, the thing is with the Mavs, they have two ball dominant, they have two ball dominant guards. And, and I love Kyrie Irving. But like he he's not gonna be the piece that Luca needs. And then the Clippers, they're just cursed. They're just cursed no matter what. No matter yeah, what yeah. we're gonna talk about, the Clippers are just cursed. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. No, the Clippers are definitely cursed. The Clippers are 100 percent cursed. And no, they're a handicap squad on top of that. I mean, the Clippers, I mean, Kawhi Leonard, he did he did get a ring for the Raptors, which is something that we all never thought was gonna happen. So he may get the Clippers to the West Conference Finals, but Kawhi just has to stay healthy, or he has to stop being a part-time Hooper, which he's Russell Wilson is a part of that team. They're not sniffing a finals. I'm sorry, bro. Russell, Russell Wilson Westbrook. plays for the LA Clippers now? West, Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. Oh, I mean, that's, that's I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm leave, sorry. Leave, leave, leave FA alone. Leave FA alone. Sorry. Leave FA alone. It's, it's early. It's early. Yeah, but I, get, I, I got a couple hours of sleep. I, I make that, I make that mistake all the time. 
it's it's all it's all good. They both were traded to teams and started like mucking it up. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, my prediction. I think I think the KD. Yeah, I think the KD team is is going to you know just how they looked already. I mean, it's only been one game, but I think that team is going to be the one that maybe makes it to the Western Conference Final. Um, so let's move on to our next topic. Dame Lillard, Dame Dollar, it's Dame time. So Damian Lillard scored 71 points against the Houston Rockets last week. And you know what? As great as that was, as few players that have ever done that, I mean, it didn't seem to get a lot of fanfare. It was talked about, you know, people said, oh, you know, he's so great, you know, and it was gone. If this was Luka Doncic, <laughs> uh, it'd still be on the airwaves today on Sunday. Nobody seems to care when Dame has these performances. I understand the Houston Rockets are one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NBA currently. But, man, 71 points. I mean, I think he's the fifth player in uh, NBA history to score um, over 60 points, uh, you know, more than like a few times. I think he's done it four, I think five times now or something like that, more than Jordan. Um, That's Mm -hmm. impressive, (laughs) you know, and like – nobody's like seems to care like they're just like oh okay that guy you know he did it what's up with that <laughs> so this is this is this is what it boils down to because a it was against the rockets but if B, luca later, did it against the rockets people would have been sure. just it's, like no. going crazy so, still no. we'd be talking media, about it right media, now like it would not have mattered sure. <laughs> the media the media loves luca Doncic. the media loves the mellow ball the media loves zion williamson you know word to uh Supreme Dreams, Mark Phillips, all them boys. Oh, they had you know, an they, excellent skit, RDC World, on how no pretty, one cares about yeah. Dame's points. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, yeah. prophetic because, you know, they're like, all right, Dame, you scored 50, whatever, get out of the way. Oh, Luca, you scored 50 in a losing effort. Then, you you know, then he shakes his hand. He's like, oh, the, the sportsmanship. But realistically, at the end of the day, you know That's what I mean? Funny. Like, I think what it is for Dame, and it's unfortunate, like he plays in Portland, He's already said, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to run from the ground. But it's like, bro, in this NBA, in this era of NBA, nobody cares about the grind. Nobody cares about that. They want to see you win titles. Dame, like, I, I literally went back, watched all of what Dame did for the 71. As a, as a former hooper, as a former guard, very impressive. Like, Dame, like, I, I can no longer handle Dame. I used to be an avid Dame hater. 1,000%. Used to hate Dame. 1,000. Same thing with Donovan Mitchell. Used to hate these. I, I was just like, there's something about these guys I just don't like. And they both, like. and they both had 71, yeah. They both had it this year. And it's, no, but it's like, when you when you look at the way that they're doing it, it's like, this is this is amazing basketball, right? Now, it's a little unfortunate because Dame shot X amount of threes. I think. For me, you know, the three-point three shot, like, you know, I can shoot a three-point shot, you know, it's cash, whatever, da, 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 da. But the game has changed to where NBA is so focused on the three-point shot, but it's like people are just, like, hoisting up bad jumpers. Dame shooting these shots because they're good for him, and he knows he's going to cash out. So it, we're, we're in a different space now. So at some point, we're going we're gonna to see another 100-point game, or we're going to see a team score 200 points in a game, or we're going to see a team score 100 points in the first half. That's just because, A, the offense is so advanced, and, B, you can't really play defense anymore. So that's why it's almost like, all right, whatever, Dave, because, like, we've seen you do this, then the third, and then we have Steph Curry doing the same thing you do. 
but winning titles. You're not winning titles. So it's, it's just like not if, – if Steph Curry would have scored 71, the whole world would burn <laughs> because he's Steph. Dame has to win a title, and it's, it's unfortunate, but that's just what it is. Dame has to win a title now. Well, I think with I think with Dame, I, people people don't people don't like you know. I'll say this about this particular game: it's like this game he had to score seventy one points to beat the worst team in the NBA. I think even if it was Luca, everyone would have praised him. But then later down the line, the haters would have been like, "But it was against the worst team, and you had nah, to score seventy one nah, nah, just to nah, beat nah, them, just to beat nah, them." Nah, they would have eventually said it. They would have praised them for a while, then they would have eventually said it. But yeah, I I think that's like another factor as well. But if this was against you know Golden State, I think the conversation, even if it was just Dame that scored it, would have been maybe slightly different, or it could have you know lasted a bit longer. Hefe, I know you had some things you wanted to get off about this about Dame. Yeah, I, th- I think the the problem is you're right, TP. Dame Dame needs to see the finals. He he needs to get into the finals. He needs to he needs to produce wins in the playoffs. He needs to get this team further. Um, it's and it's not happening. And 71 points against the team. Oh, you know, great job. It was it was Dame time all night. He definitely got me some money that night. Those threes were wet. I mean, I get it. But like you guys said, it was against the worst team in the NBA. So it's not going to be talked about. We need to see this in the playoffs. We need this team to go far in the playoffs. And in this stacked West, I just I can't see it happening. And if he proves us wrong, like twelve right now, they're not even going to make the playoffs. And I'll say this: if if they if they do and they prove us wrong, then you know they they got to give them credit. But right now in the regular season against the Rockets, it, it only deserves a few days. But you guys are right. If this was Luca, we we'd be talking about this till till this time next year. Yeah, they would have. I mean, <laughs> would have been everywhere for for quite a while, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, let's 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 move on. Let's let's talk about another player who has been putting up quite the performance all year, and is probably going to be the MVP uh, if if nothing uh, changes. Nikolai Jokic, he became the sixth player to hit hundred triple doubles. That's impressive. Really impressive. I mean, he's probably the MVP. His team is first. Yeah. I mean, they they just they just look like the team that, you know, um that's that's dominant, you know, just just this year. That that's the team to beat. I I don't know if they make it to the Western Conference Finals. My prediction is no, but I mean, I think they could. I think it's definitely possible. Um what do you all, what's your opinions on this one? I mean, it's a pretty historic feat. I mean, and especially for someone at his position. Well, one thing I can tell you is at some point soon, he's going to pass LeBron and get second place on that list. And if he keeps playing like this. On which we'll list? Eventually have first There's a lot of lists. On the, which triple list? Dub- the triple double list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, probably. Yeah. And at some point, he may even pass Russ. How old is Jokic? Just, He's on like twenty five, right, or something? That's a, that's a that's a great question. We are gonna have to look this up. Let's see. I think I think with 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 Jokic, twenty eight. Twenty eight. You know he hoops. He he lets the game come to him. Um, I, I believe is it Mike Malone. Is that his name? I believe it's Mike. The coach. Yeah. yeah, the coach is a Mike Malone. He he was saying that Jokic. You know, the Joker, he just he just 
lets the game come to him. He doesn't fight. He doesn't resist. He just goes with the flow. And that's, you know, that says a lot. Because a lot of players, they just try to do whatever they think is necessary or what it is they want. Whereas he's just like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight the current of the game. I'm just gonna play within it and do what needs to be done. Now, do I think that he should get a third MVP in a row when, you know, with Giannis, they said, okay, voter fatigue, but with Jokic, there's no voter fatigue. Do I think that that is a point of it? it is that a point of it that's for me? Absolutely, because Giannis absolutely deserved a third MVP in a row. He's He's been the best player in the NBA for X amount of years. So you can't just say, oh, we have voter fatigue, but then you don't have voter fatigue for Jokic. And Giannis was, you know, as well, Giannis has been a best. two-time MVP, and I believe they were back-to-back. No, they were. And, I think you know, the Jokic, difference here, I think the I, difference here is obviously Jokic is on a historic <laughs> feat. And I think for the MVP consideration, there are like two things. There's excellence, and then there's a... Uh, uniqueness to it something that you know had not been done you know uh, by a player or by a player at x position and Jokic has checked both of those boxes with his team being first as well yeah I think if this team wasn't where it was and if he wasn't averaging what he was then they wouldn't then this then he wouldn't be you're right voter fatigue would set in if if that was the case but with this triple double stuff I mean it's it's hard not to vote for that guy yeah, when Russ was when Russ was doing it when Russ was on his triple double stuff, his team wasn't even top three. <laughs> like, and he still got the MVP in a year where there are other probably other guys that could have gotten it, but he had something that those guys didn't. He had a uniqueness to that particular season. You know what I mean? Like averaging the triple double. So I think that's what the NBA is looking for. They're looking for these. Okay, we know LeBron had was the probably the MVP for you know five, six seasons, he could have won that award. But, you know, you gave it to guys that, you know, presented something very unique. Yes, there's fatigue, like you mentioned, TP, but it's just like there's a uniqueness to those seasons. When Steph won unanimous, I mean, dude, that season was amazing. Like, it was truly amazing. I'm not saying that he should not have won it, but I don't believe there was a unanimous MVP before that. I mean, it's just they're propping up that unique factor of uh, that player for that season. And I tell you, there's there's never been a unanimous MVP that the, the Warriors won seven three nine. However, we're we're talking about. I mean, yes, they're when Jokic gets a triple double, <clears throat> they've only lost X amount of games if they have if they even have lost at all. But with Russell Westbrook, even though they were a certain seed, it was the like eighth seed or whatever. You know, I mean, the 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 Thunder were still winning at a higher percentage, so it's like. And I, and I get that, you know, he's a center, but we, we understand that Jokic can do that. We understand that, that that's just Joker's game. Like, he, he is the centerpiece for the Nuggets. And you said it yourself. You don't think that the Nuggets are even going to make the Western Conference Finals. So you don't think that this team is a team that's going to be deep enough to make it to where the games really matter. So what's the point? You're just giving him a regular season award when you can give it to somebody else. And again, we said that voter fatigue set in for a guy who – for what it's worth, the bu- the Bucks are the best team in the East, save the Celtics. So he's like, you know, he's coming off back to back MVPs, and Giannis didn't slow down. Jokic, I'm not gonna say stat padding, but you know, it, it it's the same argument with Russell West- with Russell Westbrook. These guys are, is the stat padding is just getting triple doubles, whatever. Da, 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 da. These what 
their stats are converting to wins for sure. So if we're going to treat the key one piece. person, that's the key piece. If this team was but, 10th right, but West, West, it wouldn't be as important. Right. And I get that, but they also have Jamal Murray and they, they have a really solid team around them and they have a solid coach. West Westbrook didn't have any of that. No, he had a, didn't he have a KD that year too? Or was KD gone? No, KD was gone. No, KD was, was gone. I'm sorry. But he, had, he, he, had, yeah. he had he had maybe had Paul George, and then Paul George has openly admitted that he realized that he wasn't the guy. He had to be a second piece. Russell Westbrook, for what it's worth, is not the guy to get to their finals. So it's the same situation. Jokic is not going to get the Nuggets to the finals, no matter what, no matter how we want to spin it. They're not going to the finals. Well, I think they're I think anyway. they're a good enough team that they could do it, especially if there happened to be some. You literally sort of just like said injuries. a couple minutes ago. No, I think no, I think no, 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 no. No, I think that they're a good I think that they can make Let them retract all the statements. No, I'm not retracting <laughs> anything. Uh I think I think that this I think that they have the pieces and the capabilities to make it. I my pick is gonna be Golden State and and Phoenix, but I think that team is in the conversation. So, all the other teams are I, I think it's going to be the Nuggets of Phoenix, or at least that's what I'd love to see. Yeah. All right. So, okay. But then, like, again, like you're saying you don't even think that the Nuggets are going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. The so teams, like, the teams even... that have the MVP, the number one seed, um, I don't know the statistics on it. I could look it up. But normally those are the teams that, you know, they do so well and they're so hot in the season. They're just, you know, there are teams that get hot in the playoffs. You know what I mean? They get hot to end the season. And it's just like the Nuggets aren't, you know, they don't fit that mold for a team that's, you know, you know, the momentum's increasing. They've just been like, oh, we're just keep, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep pushing. And then in the playoffs, we just not struggle, but you just don't make it past where you need to, you know, for whatever reason. So um, they're even, so if they're even kill, why? Because they're a good team. They're a good put together team. They really are. They really are. But the, the playoffs are just joking. different. How, how everything is, uh you know. For sure, and I, I, I 100% agree. But if you're going to say that you understand that, you know, the regular season is just this, that, and the third, and they're just coasting along, I don't I don't think that Jokic should be the regular season if we are he – he's, he's not the most valuable player if they're just coasting along just because they're well put together, they have an excellent coach, and Jokic just happens to be there. Like, I, well, I think that Joel – I think that Joel Embiid makes the case. Sure. I think that Giannis makes a case. I think that Jason Tatum, you're with your Celtics, I like makes that. a case because the Celtics went to the finals last year. The Celtics have a very good chance of going to the finals again this year. And Jason Tatum is the piece that, you know, either causes them to get to the finals or they don't go to the finals. Jokic, they're not going to the finals whether he plays or not. And I think that's a I think that's a talking point that needs to be added. But I guess it's the regular season, it's a regular season award. So, but you know we can move on because I that was <laughs> a little bit yeah. more in depth what it needed to be. No, and that's and that's exactly what I had to explain to somebody uh, last night. I was saying, you know, it's a regular season award. Unfortunately, the playoffs don't matter for that award because um, if they right, did, but I mean, right, like, but, for sure. But it's like when you look at the regular season, it's like okay, you're 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 putting your team in a position. You're propping your team up on You're right. the uh on the in, in the standings to make I a play agree, in but, the playoffs. But, but the award, but the award is for the regular season. That's and that's and I get that's it. what they have to focus on. So. I, I know, but I think you have to like take into consideration. Okay, like we're we're this guy's doing this for the regular season to do this in the playoffs. I think that that should be there as well. But I mean, again, I'm not a voter, so. 
Okay. Oh, we'll see what happens when the playoffs start. Next. So recently, uh, Memphis Grizzlies superstar John Morant uh, was suspended for two games after he was seen on his own Instagram live talking. Uh, well, not talking, but uh, he had a gun that he was waving around and it alarmed the NBA community. Um, just fans of the NBA on, you know, social media, just people in general that watch sports, everyone seems to be concerned. And it seems to kind of follow up from a lot of kind of questionable behavior from, from Ja recently. I mean, there have been like incidents at games, I think where his, like his crew, his people were, you know, escorted out. I think Ja was reported to like have like assaulted like a teenager or something like that. And uh, yeah, it's just been like a lot of behavior or reports of behavior where Ja has been uh, like, you know, aggressive or people adjacent to him have been aggressors as well. And it's not a good look. I mean, and it resulted in his suspension recently. Um, I hope everything's okay. I hope he's getting, you know, the help that he needs uh, so that he can properly, you know, address whatever stress or, you know, things he has going on in his life. But um I'm hearing it could be beyond two games. I mean, I think that, you know, we're going to start with two games, see what's going on, you know, take a break and, you know, they'll just, but I mean, what do y'all have to say about Ja? I mean, this is, is an interesting development for a, such a young superstar. I mean, what's your opinion? Uh, this is, this is oh, very unfortunate. This is, it's, it's very unfortunate, very, very sad to see uh, from a young guy that I really enjoy and I love watching play the game of basketball. Um, I I do hope this time away. I, I hope he figures things out. I mean, he has a he has a young daughter that he's got to set an example for in life. So I I hope he gets the help that he needs and and I hope he comes back and I hope he's the same job on the court. But outside of that, I I hope he I hope he matures and and, and mans up and and like I said, sets an example for for his daughter. But yeah, that's that. That's really that's really all I, I have to say about that one. I think Ja has gotten caught up in all the antics of being a superstar and you know being down south, and he's looking at the people that he has around him, his family, his friends, and he's just allowed it to suck him in without understanding that. He is the leader, um, you know, similar to what Jalen Rose said in a segment on ESPN. He was saying that when you get drafted, you become the leader of your of your group. You know, he even he even went as, went so far as to say that people are in your lives to add, subtract, multiply, or divide, and that is very much true for somebody in John Morant's case. Um, you kind of have to be able to decipher who's good for you, who's not good for you, um, who you have to love at a distance, and you know who to keep in your immediate circle just to make sure you don't make the wrong decisions. You know, stories leaking out about him going to a finish line or foot out, whatever, whatever story it was, with nine other individuals and pressing out this child or, you know, uh, uh, um, an associate. Granted, yes, 
the person was disrespectful to his mother. But it's like your job, right, dude? Like you can't. There's there's just a certain way you have to carry yourself. You know, you playing basketball with a 17 year old, and you allegedly beat him up and flash a gun again, allegedly. Um, you know, there's 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 a certain way you have to carry yourself, no matter what the circumstances, because again. You're not just an NBA player, but you're a superstar. You're a household name. Like everyone knows who you are. So you have to carry yourself with a certain you have to have certain decorum. And, and, and it's not to lessen who you are as a person. Because nobody's saying that you're not a good person. You know what I mean? Nobody's trying to judge your well, I mean, at this point they are judging your character, but you have to know how to move within these circles and outside of those circles. And at this point, he's still young in his career, so I think this is a this is a good learning point for him. This this is the crux. It's either he's going to understand what he's done wrong and excel and continue to excel because he's an excellent basketball player. He's one of the best in our league in the association. I said ours as if I'm part of the NBA, but you know, he's he's one of the best that the association has ever seen. Um, I've always said from the very beginning, like I likened him to Allen Iverson. You know, he he came in, changed the culture, changed the environment. Like everybody loved him from the get go. And there's there's certain things about John Moran. It's like okay, like he's he's one of us. I'd say other NBA players are one of us, but like you know, you look at John, he's like oh, he's one of us. He came from Murray State. It wasn't like a big a big Power Five school, or maybe I mean I don't know Murray State is probably, but you know, he came from he came from one of like the super schools like you know Duke, North Carolina, UCLA. Ohio State, you know, he's, he's doing his thing, just grinding. And, you know, we're at this point now, it's like, John, you have to make a decision. You're going to either set an example or they got to go back to the hood. Let's just hope you don't go back to the hood. Yeah, uh, I like what Jalen Rose had to say, what you mentioned, TP. I think he had some really, you know, nice words describing, relating his own personal life and what he struggled through to, you know, to Jaw's current uh, predicament. But I just hope that everything's okay and, you know, he's able to recover and just continue his excellent NBA career. So that's all I have to say on Jaw. But um, yeah, we like to talk about a few, you know, upcoming games um, in the next week or so that are happening. And there are a few national games that I think are going to be pretty interesting. So on March 9th, we're going to have the Kings, uh, not the Kings, the Knicks at Kings on TNT. Um, so the Kings have surprisingly had a really good season this year. I think they're currently number three seed. And the Knicks, I mean, they just came off a uh, pretty spectacular win against the Miami Heat, kind of like a last second uh, shot by Julius Randle. Uh, so they're looking really good as well. So we've got an East and a West team playing against each other that are, you know, both excelling, probably beating, you know, most people's preseason expectations, uh, matching up in a primetime game. Who do we think wins this one? The the the, the Kings have a pretty high octane offense with guys like Darian Fox, obviously, who's playing lights out this season. Malik Monk dropped. It was like 43 or 45 against the uh, Clippers in that 176-175 barn burner of a game, which I do think that we're going to see some of the points by an NBA team soon. But I think the addition of uh, Domitas' bonus is really big for the Kings, even though he's a horrible bet 
if you you know if you ever betting on players, do not bet on double tasks moments. He will let you down one hundred percent. But for the Kings, he's an excellent player. The Knicks are coming off of a. I mean, you see my New Yorker. You know, the Knicks coming off a game win trigger right now. We have the Celtics on a Sunday. This Sunday, in fact, recording on Sunday, but you know, we probably won't be able to get to that game. However, the Knicks going to be coming off, you know, going up against the Celtics. So we might see a little bit of lackadaisical effort from the Knicks, especially traveling to the West Coast. Um, what is it called? Jet lag? Yeah. The Knicks, you know, the Knicks might be struggling with that. I do think the Kings get the win here. Just The Kings are just overall a really solid team. They are for real. Uh, yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, both of you guys, both teams are currently uh, ranked top five as far as uh, offensive rankings go. So this may be a high-scoring affair, um, but, you know, I'd love to see Sacramento get the win here. Uh, forget the Knicks. I hate the Knicks. I'm starting to really hate the Knicks. You know, they might soon find their way in their Boston-Philly category of hate. That's how it's starting to go. After that shot, man. You felt that in your in your heart, didn't you? I felt it in my soul. Yeah, it took some. I, I can tell, man. <laughs> I can tell. No, I was I was at the bar with a Heat fan. Well, I, I didn't know he was a Heat fan, but like, you know, we're watching the game and see Julius Randle get the ball, almost stolen by Jimmy Butler, and then he regathers the ball, throws a jumper up, and just I just scream out loud. It was a fan. prayer. Like, huh? That was the, Jimmy that Butler was a prayer. Excuse me. Let's move on to the next game. Well, before we do that, I, I do want to say this real quick. I, I kind of align with Hefe about the scoring. I think this has potential to be a very high-scoring game. The Knicks have been participants in a, in a few of them recently. And the Kings, I mean, their defense is very suspect. So I think that the Knicks will probably win this game and just figure out how to exploit this defense enough or lack thereof uh, to get the win. That's, that's my prediction. But I do think it'll be high-scoring, so I'm interested to see you know what the what Vegas puts the the number at for the, for the score, but uh yeah, we got another game we want to cover next day, uh, March tenth. We have Cavs at Heat on NBA TV. So, uh, Hefe is a Heat fan, <laughs> so I think this. Yes, I'll, I'll start with you, Hefe. Go, go ahead. Speaking of the Heat, we are here. It's time. We're about to get this win streak going. It's it's on and popping. I'm telling you, we're at home in Miami. Cavs coming there. We already beat them a couple of, what was that, two months ago now in early January. It's time for another dub. It's time for another win. Jimmy, bring it home. Forgetting about the Knicks. Forget them guys. Donovan just dropped 41 against the better Boston Celtics team. Uh, Tyler Hero is dog food. So there's that. I wouldn't be surprised if Donovan Mitchell goes for another 40 ball. Evan Mobley versus Bam Adebayo. That'll be a good matchup. But then you have Darius Garland. I think Darius Garland will get off. Drop 20 of them might as well. So, you know, fuck the heat. Let's go Cavs. <laughs> so both of you, so so for the audience, uh, TP is a, a Knicks fan, if he didn't make it obvious, and Hefe is a Heat fan. And so they're just like <laughs> hoping the other teams – crush them crush each other in the next matchup that it's it's hilarious like if you know these guys but uh that's to be expected uh personally i don't know i mean the heat have been up and down team for me personally this year 
I would probably lean towards the Cavs in this matchup. I mean, that's just kind of what what I think, just because of the up and down of, of the Heat. The Cavs have been a bit more consistent. They play really good defense, even though the Heat is known for their defense. I think that they kind of stifle this Heat team, and it's what I think. That's my opinion. But, um, yeah, moving on to the next game. So we got a next game the very next day on 3-11, March 11th. We have Bucks at Warriors. All right. So this is probably going to be a pretty excellent matchup. Warriors are just amazing when they play at home. Steph Curry will be um, hopefully in this lineup by then. If, you know, uh, everything is fine. I think he's supposed to play today, Sunday, uh, March 5th. But, yeah, this will be a good matchup. Steph versus Giannis. I think that it has potential to be a really fun game. Uh, I like the Warriors anytime they play at home. doesn't matter who they play against. But, um, yeah, potentially I would probably look for an under game in this one. Um, the Warriors, they just play a little bit better defense, um, in my opinion, at home. Um, the Bucks have had low-scoring games this year, but they've been scoring a lot as of late. What do you guys think about this matchup? I kind of like the Bucks here. Steph's just getting back into the groove of things. I mean, I'm, I'll probably be wrong, but I, I, I like the Bucks here. You know, honest, they they just their what 15 game win streak was just ended. So yes. I think they're 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 looking to get back into the groove of things to show that they're the best team in the East, despite the Celtics being the Celtics. I think the I think the Bucks are gonna you know try to really get into their bag here. I'm gonna pick the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, uh, unfortunately, agree with you here. I think the Bucks might win, but to your point, uh, Trev, man, the the Warriors when they're at home this year, they they really do put on a good show. They really do play well, um, so they definitely have a chance here. Um, but the Bucks, man, they they play they play great defense. They and 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 they play really good ball. And and this time of year is it's that time. So. It is it is that time, but the Warriors have been playing without Steph for like a month, and they've been you know holding it together. <laughs> and it's just like you get your best player, one of the best players in the uh, NBA back. I I think that's and they what you could need. struggle at first. They, they could, could struggle. They could struggle. And I think they figure that they figure out a lot of those kinks how Steph works when they play the Lakers today. So we'll see we'll see we'll see how it works out for them but i, I always got to go with them abc prime time i expect it to be close that's my opinion i just golden state at home is a team you don't want to you don't want to stay away from um in my opinion but yeah that is it today everyone uh that is today's episode of basketball babble um hefe tp do you have any last words before we close out yeah man i just want to say the knicks are ass Go Miami. El Jefe is out. <laughs> Julius Randle's out 43 on your fucking scalp. You have an extra eight-game win streak. Get out of here. I'm gone. I, uh, TP won that one, uh, to be honest. He he eviscerated you, man. He, he lit you up, bro, just like your logo, the Heat logo. Anyways, uh... <laughs> That is uh that is it for today's episode of Basketball Babble. I'm your um I'm co-host Trev. Find us on Apple, Spotify, of course. You're listening there, obviously. But give us a rating uh if you like what we're doing. Give us some feedback. And until then, um, yeah, until next episode, we'll talk to you then. So this is I'll Trev see you on the 22nd Babble. in Miami. Yeah, I guess I will. You're gonna get um, yeah, you're gonna lose. But all right, guys, I'll talk with you later. Basketball babble out.